The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are. It's a Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Players' Lounge. This show is about two former Dallas Cowboys safeties Mm -hmm. as they give you their insights into the Cowboys and pro football and how how the locker room works, how players act mm-hmm, here. So welcome mm-hmm. in Barry Church, the Toledo Rockets. What's going on, man? Re- getting ready for a golf outing. You already know what's happening. Got the polo on. You already know what's happening. I'm ready to shoot in, 72 today. So you better get in 72 holes these next two days while you can, my man, man. before this Arctic blast comes through uh, right. North Texas. I'm be looking like Pittsburgh by Wednesday, man. Ooh. This is crazy. Look like you booked. You got the yeah, yeah, Cowboys yeah, stuff yeah, on. Yeah, you yeah. going to an alumni golf yeah, outing? What you got going on? Putting these whooping sticks on something. Somebody, all right, they, they know who they are, but I ain't gonna say no names. <laughs> he is the LSU Tiger, the ultimate survivor, Danny McCrae, feeling real good here on a Monday. Uh, I am merely Newey Scruggs, and the Players Lounge podcast, amongst us talking about the Cowboys all year long, mm-hmm. we have had a very interesting and fun quarterback debate between Danny's beloved Joe Burrow, LSU National Championship, was brothers and NFL Comeback <laughs> Player of the Year, by the way. That happened since we last uh, spoke. Joe Burrow oh, okay. did beat Dak Prescott for that. Sounds like you were wrong. Congratulations. Congratulations. Right? It's Super Bowl. He's a Super oh, yeah. Bowl quarterback. Wait, hold on. Who the did you have? And uh, <laughs> yeah, Dak. Yeah, Dak. I had Dak because Dak played for the Cowboys, yeah. which is that's I, I, gone. I thought it was yeah. That first seven weeks he had locked up. Uh, <laughs> he did. He did. He then, did. Then he, <laughs> then he just he just left his hands along the way as yeah. Joe Burrow just reel that comeback player yeah. of the year on in there. I don't know about seven, but the first few weeks he had it. No, like first, the first seven weeks. First, like seven, seven, like <laughs> first seven weeks, man. First seven weeks, it was, you know, you you, you go ahead. It's his name on in there, man. They, yeah, yeah. They, they, locked put, in. they had the nameplate ready to go to slap on there. And, they go and asterisk. Just, okay. And Joe Burrow won. It took it away. So, uh, yeah. Like Adam Scheffner and Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe Burrow it was, was Danny's guy all year yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert of the Chargers was Barry's guy yeah, all year well, long. Yeah. And. For the first seven weeks, it was Justin Herbert looking good, looking good. And then Joe Burrow, like the comeback player of the year award, yeah. just just slowly reeled it on in. Yeah, when, they, when, they, when you talk about the NFL and so many times, we hear this as fans, but don't really listen to it. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And when you look at the marathon of what has happened, and now you see that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to play the Rams in the Super Bowl, you truly see that when you look at Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, to me, Danny, that was the one thing that stood out to me is the marathon of what the National Football League season in, it tells you who you are. You know, Joe Burrow is that guy. He is. Joe I, Burrow I, I gave credit. He is that guy. All right, that man came in there. You saw him with the shades on. <laughs> hey, swag. Iced out. got the bubble vest jacket on. I mean, the guy was swagged out, and he, and, he, and he went to the field with that same swag. I mean, he went out there. You know, the offensive line was looking terrible for the most part of the game. He was able to elude those guys in the pocket, pick up first downs with his legs, pick up first downs with his arm. I mean, the guy was electric. I'll give it to The guy was electric all year long. And this year, like I said before, this year, (laughs) he was better than Justin Herbert. I mean, I got to give it to him. The guy led his team to the Super Bowl right now. Who's going to win? I don't know. But the guy's done it without an offensive line. Now, he got some pieces around him. 
But without an offensive line at quarterback, that being that young, and he's being able to do what he's doing, I mean, it's pretty amazing. The guy, the, he's the truth. You know, I'm, he's I, the truth. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give my guys, give my guys flowers right now. Okay, okay. this this is what I'm gonna say. Joe Burrow, think of his path. Mm-hmm. Comes from Ohio State. Because I don't know if y'all saw what he said yesterday. He said he don't know why all these Ohio State fans keep trying to claim him. He is an yeah. LSU guy and will forever be an for LSU him. guy. All right? Comes there. First year, everybody's a little questionable on Joe Burrow. We have no idea what he's going to be. Like, why did we why did we get this dude in the transfer portal? Second year, what does he do? Took off. National man. champion. Heisman winner. All right? Uh, last year, he comes in. Joe Burrow's playing decent. He's playing okay. He gets hurt. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, how's he going to be when he comes back? They pick up his guy, Jamar Chase. Second year guy going to the Super Bowl. And I remember when they lost to the Jets, I remember my man Barry was like, yeah, they lost to the Jets. They I was did. like, listen, the Jets, give, the Jets give a lot of people problems. All right? <laughs> I don't know about but all that. that listen, they, they, gave, they gave Tom Brady problems to go. I don't know about all that. But, I mean, Antonio Brown quit. Yeah, like, <laughs> now, now we're just saying anything. Let's go ahead. Then. Listen, so, so Joe Burrow's last two games of the season, I think he had something like eight touchdowns, 1,000 yards. He goes into it. He knocks out the number one seed on the road. Number yeah. one. He knocks out the number two seed on the road mm-hmm. while losing his tight end, being down 18 points in the first half. Comes back, defense played outstanding. So I'm not going to just give it all to Joe Burrow. Defense came out, they Second played half. outstanding. But like you said, Joe Burrow, offensive line lacking a little bit. He put the team on his back. He's running for first downs, a couple of them back to back. And them dudes going to the Super Bowl. New York, I, listen, I got to say this too. I'm not sure, man. That head coach, he got some, he want to talk some noise to you now. Because, Zach Taylor. Because, yeah, because, because, because you was over here talking about, I don't believe. <laughs> you, know, you know what Joe Burrow said? Come nah. on, jump, jump on. Jump on. But do you like I did? Nah, Ed Ogeron and Joe Brady. Jump on. Nah, man. Listen, oh, no. listen. listen. That's all that listen, man, all that man listen. do. What, what, what we talked about for Mike McCarthy not being able to do here is being able to make certain adjustments and make sure that the special teams, the defense and the offense is clicking and and, and making the right, I guess, time management decisions and those game time decisions. He did that. They did that. They took advantage of things that Kansas City was not able to do yesterday. Mm -hmm. Same thing they did to Tennessee. And there was no flaw in in the coaching scheme. And he's, he's now going to be coaching the Super Bowl in his second year. Yeah, I mean, look. As the Cincinnati Bengals head coach. The no, Bengals. He's, he's been there long enough. Well, okay. Uh, they going to the Super Bowl. Wait, 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 when was Zach Taylor's first year Was in Cincinnati? Um, the year after, what, uh, 19? So it was the year before Joe Burrow. Okay, all right. It was the year it's after. Third. Okay, my they, bad. He was with the Rams on the Super Bowl team, and then he got the job after that. He was a quarterback coach and had that big, long resume as quarterback coach and got the head coaching job at Cincinnati. It, I mean, it, listen. And, and, and look, he's he's going there. I'll say this. Third year, sorry. Third mm. year. His His – what he did, especially for their defense, just looking here at the possession chart, the AFC Championship game, end of half. Eli Apple has the stops, stop on Hill. stops Hill, so mm-hmm. end of half. All right, so they prevent points getting on the board, and this is what happened for Kansas City the rest of the way. All right, uh, second half, punt, punt, interception, punt, punt, field goal, interception, and you're looking at these drives. All right, second half, five plays, punt. Five plays, punt. Two plays, interception. Three plays, punt. Three plays, punt. 14 plays, 49 yards, field goal. Uh, Then in overtime, three plays, interception. You couldn't have told me. I wouldn't have laid a dollar on Cincinnati doing that to Kansas City. And when you look at what happened in the first half. First half, touchdown. 
Touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah, and then end of half, nothing. So they were not stopped. 11 plays, touchdown. 7 plays, touchdown. 8 plays, touchdown. 7 plays, end of half. But but, but did you watch the first game, though? This was literally a mirror image of the second half. They go in the second half, and the defense steps up with some type of crazy adjustments, and Patrick Mahomes cannot figure out how to get the ball into the end zone. So let me ask y'all both this. Is it on Andy Reid going into that halftime? You, would you go for the points on there? Or were, you got five seconds left. You got Mahomes. The offense is rolling. They had what, three straight possessions where they scored touchdowns. You got five seconds left. Do you go for the field that's goal? Right the there? I mean, that, exactly. That's not the play I'm calling. That's just not the play I'm calling. At that's least a, give it a, a quick option oh, yeah, where you quick, can yes. either throw the fade, you got a second left yes. to kick the field goal. I'm not, that was bad. That was bad. I'm not doing – here's why I'm kicking it. I'm getting the ball. You just saw the drive. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Now I'm right here. I'll take the field goal. Take the field goal. Then – I'm getting the ball. So I got three points yeah. at the end of the half. And now we're in the middle phase. We're in the middle phase. The second, third quarter, we're in the middle phase of the game. So I got three at the end. I can come back. Let's just say I kick a field goal here. So that's six. Or if I get a touchdown, that's ten. Damn, yeah. give, give me the swing. I'm, I'm able to make the swing right here, and my offense is feeling good. And, oh, by the way, I want them to go in the half not feeling good about anything. Not having a so, shot. So, but you're not gonna take it. Like you got enough time to take a to take a shot. I'm throwing a fade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You throw a fade. fade. It, yeah, it, whatever. You don't have it. You throw it out the end zone. You got one second, two seconds left, and you kick the field goal. I mean, but throwing it inbounds and just assuming that Tyreek Hill is gonna be able to make everybody their mom miss. Yeah, it's yeah, just that's not, you know, that's not good play call. Yeah, yeah. And listen, don't forget, like I said, Joe Burrow lost his tight end, and his tight end was making some noise, and them dudes went out there, man, and I was just excited for him. I was happy, but you just knew that the second half something was going to change. Just just based off what happened in the first game, I just didn't think they were going to keep running through them like they were yeah. doing. It was and shout out to Cheeto, man. My man lead the Cowboys and he on the way to the Super Bowl, man. Cheeto. It's, 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 it's something about it's something about dudes who be leaving here and going to other teams and going to the Super Bowl. We had Mo on here. Mo, Cheeto, Hitchens. Hitchens. I went to the AFC Championship. <laughs> I mean, Cats uh, lead the, in, the, get the successful. Linebacker, the linebacker, um, Damian. Oh, Wilson? Damian Wilson. Where he go? He was, oh, he was the Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, he was right. okay. yeah, right. Got a ring up yeah, there too. Right. Just, look, I'm just it's it's just something. So shout out to them. You know, shout out to my man Joe Burrow, NFL comeback player of the year. And you know, good luck to him. I want to see them get a dub. I want to see them get a dub. I think that'll be good for Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is going to pack SoFi Stadium. Mm. I think they go who they is gonna be out there. Four point underdogs right now, according to Las Vegas. Four point <laughs> underdogs here. Uh, they're going to have an opportunity in the game because number nine is number nine, but also, and we're not talking about it enough because it's such an offensive league. But that defense for Cincinnati, you look at mm. these three wins that they have. This this is a heck of a defense. You talk about beating the one seed, the two seed, and, and then you go to Kansas City and beat them two times in a row. They've got a really good defense. Yeah. And, and that's not being talked about enough. I don't know if people can, you know, the average person can name three players off the defense. Yeah, they don't got to they don't have the name. Hendrickson? That was it. Actually, Apple, Cheeto. not for good reason. Oh, yeah, Apple, man. not for good but reason. But you see how he went on to, after the game, he went on to the, yeah, that's a little baby cheater right there. And I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. You know what? And listen, I hope we all get to pay attention to what happened in that game. Okay? Joe, they're down by 18 points. You know what they did not do? Go away from the run. Joe Mixon was still getting chances to run the ball. They were still running little screens to P. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. They did not get away from their offensive game plan, and they trusted their defense to keep them in the game. The opposite of what we did against Kansas City when we held them to 19 points. Yeah. Like, 
the recipe for success is here. Is there? Do not go away from the run. If you just getting one yard here in the first quarter, one yard here in the second, when they got to overtime, mm-hmm. Joe Mixon closed that game out. Yeah. <laughs> like he's running for ten, he's running for twelve, he's punishing these dudes, and they have no idea how to stop him or what to do. Take a knee, kick the field goal. And, and no, no hate on Zeke. I'm not really hating on Zeke with this, but but you hate. You yeah, see you. how dynamic. Joe Mixon, I mean, those cuts that this guy was making. I mean, there's guys in his lap. Boom, I'm cutting here. Boom, I'm cutting here. Ten yards down. He's like a combination of Pollard and Zeke right now. Hopefully we can get but, that Zeke back but, next but, year. But Joe, Joe Mixon is a good He's a good running back. Oh, yeah. They running styles are different, but there are ways to maximize Zeke's abilities. We've seen it in previous years where you have certain type of running, but he's a certain style of runner. Don't try to make him do nothing extra, all right? Mm-hmm. Give him some screens where you see the dude running for 80 <laughs> yards, outrunning folks. Let him hit the powers up the, up the middle, punish these dudes. And then you the, the end result will be what you've seen Joe Mixon do at the end yeah. of the game. But when you when you get him three in the first and three in the second, yeah, you ain't going to see nothing from Zeke. Joe Mixon would have yeah. put, put some hands on them dudes if, <laughs> if they didn't give him the ball. All right, so going back to, to emphasize when you talked about running the football, first half, Cincinnati, 10 rushes, 51 yards. Second half, 17 carries, 65 yards. Ended up total 27 uh, rushes for 116 yards in the football game. Um, so the numbers bear out what you said. They just didn't stick with the run. They decided to increase the run. More when they were down 18. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about it each and every time we come on here. It's not necessarily getting the 150 yards and getting these guys, oh, man, they're they're going off, they're running the ball. It's keeping this defense honest. And when you do that, when you rush the ball 27 times, the guys like Frank Clark, Chris Jones, those guys over there, they can't just pin their ears back and go crazy on your offensive line. They got to respect the run, and if they rush upfield like that, they're opening up run lanes. So just having that attempts, 27 attempts, keeps that defense honest and it lets and, you do other things with your offense. And, and, and here's also what it did here. In, in, in the game that went into overtime, you start looking at the time of possession. Cincinnati, 35 minutes, 56 seconds. So basically 36 minutes. They they only allowed Mahomes and company to have the ball for 30 minutes. That's another way you win it's the clutch. football game. If you put him over there sitting down, we, saw, we talked about the second half drives. They didn't have – they couldn't do anything in the second half. They didn't have the football very long. This defense for Cincinnati – Along with the quarterback, I mean, let's be just not bull jive here. They could win the Super Bowl. You oh, want to talk about adjustments? Like you, you can win the Super if you if, against against Stafford, and if they take advantage of the opportunities the 49ers wasted. Sometimes Bengals going to win the world championship. You know what Stafford's going to give you. Once (laughs) or twice a game, he's going to give you something that you just got to capitalize on it. He tried it. And this defense can do it. He did it. You talking about defensive adjustments in the half? Like, these guys went, what, to Kansas City go? Three straight drives with three straight touchdowns, and they go up to the second half, and they can't sniff the end zone. I mean, that's a hell of a job coaching defensively and getting these guys in the right position. Let's, let, listen, and then let's let's not gloss over this because I was making sure I was on Twitter when I heard Tony say this craziness, all right? We <laughs> talked about how good the defense was playing, right? Yeah. And I'm like, do he think that, that, that they losing right now? He's like, <laughs> let them score. I'm like, huh? <laughs> let them score with a minute left and then have Joe Burrow have to march all the way down the field to score a touchdown. And I'm that like, QB mindset, I'm saying, man. I'm like, That's I'm the saying, QB mindset. I'm like, like what, what? Yo, bro, you talk, your defense is playing that well, and that's and that's the plan that you come up with? Let the, No, nah, hold to a field goal and then go to overtime. Let your team go out there and play defense like they did. And it, and it worked out like it was supposed to. These dudes scored three points in the second half and in overtime, and you have to let these dudes score. 
you losing that game. Yeah, it, it, it's like, a QB match. You know, they go, I, I want it on my show. Yeah. I want to be the guy to they win got the no game. Timeouts. No, no. They got no that, timeouts. They got no timeouts in the middle of the on that one. <laughs> and, that, and that's also how the first half ended the way it did. A defensive coach is going to go ahead, man, let's kick this field goal, get these mm-hmm. points, we're going to get the ball. Now, defensive coach is thinking that way. Offensive got, let's go, let's throw the fade, let's do this, let's go to, you know. No, no, try to be greedy. Man, it's a football game. And for me, and I know it's hindsight to say it, but I'm talking to myself, man, you may need that three. You just may need that three. They did. Sure enough, man, you get that three. Who knows how things are different. But to me, Andy Reid needs to catch the same heat that Sean McDermott caught the week before. Hey, man, mm-hmm. you you have to be smarter. You have to be smarter. As great as Patrick Mahomes is, and sometimes coaches and you get drunk on all that all that stuff mm-hmm. you see on it, man. No, no, look, man, you got to be prudent. You got to be the parent. You got to be the one. Nah, nah, that's what we're going to do. And um, – I'm sorry. To have the kind of football team they had and to have this opportunity, they should be as sick as the Buffalo Bills are that you're sitting at home. Yeah. You should be. I mean, I don't know who's sicker between the Bills and the Chiefs. <laughs> Got to be the, the Chiefs. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm going really? to I'm gonna say the Bills just because they, they didn't get a shot. Man. Like, yeah, at that point, they, they might still be playing out there. They might still be going to the But that's your own fault because you should have squib kicked. Yeah, you know, you, you should have, you know. But anyway, Cincinnati. They both sit. They since, both sit. The way Cincinnati ended the season, they they got hot at the right time, rolling on defense, rolling on offense. And I'm not sure who would have been able to stop them dudes. Like, they, they just had the recipe for success. They do. Running game, pass game, defense playing well. Like, these are, when your three, three, three phases are playing like that, that it's going to be hard to beat. Hard to stop. Before we put this game to rest, man, I don't want to hear nothing about these overtime rules, all right? Like, everybody <laughs> was like, oh, we should get bud, should be a college type affair. No, all right? You, you see what Cincinnati, they went out there, played good defense, got the ball back, and got won the game. Got that's, interception. That's the, that's yeah. the point of it. I know, I know, I, mean, I know. Like, Me and Church going to be on different sides of this like, one. Because, you because got, Buffalo, got a chance. Because, because Buffalo defense wasn't stopping nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I'm saying but, stop and they, they wasn't stopping nobody before overtime, and they dang sure wasn't about to start stopping them. <laughs> When overtime started, like it, like they had no shot. Neither hey. one of them had no shot. That, that was one of the games where you looked at it and you said, whoever whoever wins the, the coin toss yeah. is gonna get the dub. And you see Joe Burrow face when Kansas City got the coin toss. He's like, oh damn. Patrick Mahomes super excited because they know sometimes that coin toss is is you know who's gonna win. decide That's to win or lose, and it's still a 50 percent yeah. chance. They wouldn't win it. They, they did. wouldn't win it. They did. They, they did. Man. This is when I did it. And and most of all, let's end it with this. Jerry Jones got to go to the Super Bowl watch Mike Brown's Bengals. <laughs> what last time Bengals? They just figured it out. The Bengals and figured it out. Was it 89, I said? 88. The 88, 88 season. 88. The 88 season. So you're going to sit up here I in was, that suite. I uh, was just, just getting popped out. I just got popped out. Okay. I got a couple days. I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, th- 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 damn. Jerry's got to I mean, look, look at the desert the Bengals have wandered and walked through. They figured it out. But, Zach Taylor is the is going to coach in the Super Bowl, and Jerry has been all that. He was dealing. You brought up McCarthy, and you had Jason <laughs> Garrett, and you had Uncle Wade. And you brought in Bill Hall of Famer Bill. Parker. I mean, you've been you've been wandering mm-hmm. in there trying to figure this thing out. And here's Mike Rand. Boom! Hit the easy button and got it up in there. Let's draft some guy. Let's get a quarterback. I mean, wow! Drafted him number one. You got your number one receiver, number one quarterback. And I'll tell you, also, it's pretty sick too. Now that's Stephen Ross. Backstory is Stephen Ross was telling his people, "Man, we need to lose these games. Go get Joe Burrow." Brian Flores, we, we winning. <laughs> we got two of them. So two of them. Got two of And Flores out without a job. And, and so, so you miss out on Joe Burrow. That made, made Ross mad number one. Miss out on Burrow. D 
Didn't draft Justin Herbert. Two shots. This is also what I don't want to hear. I want to hear nothing about Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow too, because I know that's going to eventually come up. Because yeah. that was the conversation. I don't want to hear nothing about that. Okay, give let Joe Burrow have his time. He might go out here and win a Super Bowl MVP in his second year, coming off a torn ACL. Everything he did to his knee, NFL comeback player of the year could possibly be the Super Bowl. MVP in the second season it's of his, his NFL career. Three now. playoff wins. Dak Prescott, one playoff win. And I had a uh, a writer hit me up on Twitter and just say, okay, there's a franchise guy in Cincinnati. Do you really have a franchise guy in Dallas? And that was the question that this person asked. Get your office coordinator. So, so let, let's take a break. Let's take, let's take a break. Let's dive into that. We'll be getting back. Let's dive into Dak Prescott franchise talk, especially looking at what Joe Burrow has just done. And, oh, by the way, Matthew Stafford, criticized mm. for years, has now got an opportunity to win the Super Bowl in his home stadium. He's Barry Church. Yeah. Danny McCray. <laughs> I'm Newey Scruggs. This is the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Attention, Cowboy fans. There is a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Shave Logic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special upgrade for a limited time. Visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. So go to ShaveLogic.com now. Ah, so Dak Prescott, I just, uh, you know, checking my phone here since, mm-hmm. you know, my, my day job of, of being, day, day slash night job, being a sportscaster okay. here okay. in Dallas Fort Worth. Um, it says, interview opportunity with Dak Prescott, Aaron Andrews, and Juju Smith at 7-11 event at the Star. So they're going to come to the Star here on Wednesday. 
And um, I guess Juju says, uh, yeah, so Juju Smith-Schuster, I guess he's supposed to be joining Dak Prescott here with the 7-11 team. And they say off-limits interview topics. Please note, Dak will not discuss anything related to the 49ers playoff game. You know that's what everybody want to know. So you go tell us to come out here and talk to Dak from 2 to 3. Then you say he's not going to talk about the playoff game. Yeah, that one. What, we supposed to talk about Slurpees? <laughs> Get you a strawberry uh, sauce. Yeah. some Slurpees? <laughs> yeah, bro. And they pizza? Try, they trying to sell. They got, they got little sticks of chicken wings, too, in 7-Eleven. Yeah, man. I wouldn't eat none of that. Uh, I ain't never eaten none of those. They're not a part of as, as, uh, as, as I believe this is a Cowboy sponsor. I'm not oh. sure or not. But, but uh, I, so I don't know. They do sell, though. You got, have you had those your, new spicy cool ranch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them your good. children will always love the Slurpee. When things go wrong, my man, you make sure we make things better with the slurp but anyway so Dak doesn't want to talk about the, the 40 go can, can we talk to him about Joe Burrow oh so you about to go in on Dak now you and my kid we go we get the slurpee all the time I stopped there and get my lottery tickets and my cool ranch Doritos and all that stuff the ATM they only charge you like $2.99 remember Joe Looney likes 7-Eleven he's been hawking slurpees for a while shout out to Joe shout out to Joe I'm trying to stay away from the sugar keep it up Keep it up, Joe. baby. We all right. Strawberry Gladiator. Give me a medium next time. Give me a medium. Players Lounge about you by Hotel.com. Bottomless Slurpees out Barry Church, Danny McCray, Dewey Scruggs. Is this done yet? Is that heavy? I like a dumbbell when you get to the bicep. Get the bicep curl on them Slurpees. Yeah, these are the 30-pounders, right? Oh, thank heaven. Oh, thank heaven. Just a 30 pound slurry bag. One for the whole family. (laughs) Just one. Four straws coming up. Take you about 30 hours. Get the brain. It's a lot of brain freezes. It's a lot of brain freezes on there. I like Smoothie King, though. Smoothie King good, man. Yeah. Especially because they, they cut the extra sugar out and stuff. Yeah. Man. So shout Seven out to them. I, I, I love everybody. I love everybody. I love everybody. Yeah, let's talk, let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I get the email, or, or should I get the text from from a writer who talks about, all right, man, Joe Burrow's got three wins now. They're going to play in the Super Bowl. He's a franchise guy. Do you really have a franchise guy in Dak Prescott? as your quarterback. And Jerry Jones was on the fan last week, and Jerry Jones says, yes, he really believes Dak Prescott is that guy that can take the Cowboys to the Super Bowl and win it. And I talked about it last night on Channel 5 as well. And, and one of the things, that you we, we must be fair and we must tell the truth. The questions are have increased now based on what happened in the playoffs and not getting it done. Despite everything that happened in that game against the 49ers, the Cowboys got the ball back with under three minutes to go, an opportunity to go down the field and win it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got 242 to go. This is what this is all you want as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Everything happened, it wasn't perfect, wasn't great, but you have got the ball, you are at your house, you can go down the field and get to the next round. It didn't happen. Mm-mm. And we can blame penalties, you can blame refs, you can blame play calling, but at the end of the day, Number four got the contract, and number four was in charge. I must talk about it. You must talk about it, and we can must talk about it in a fair way. Mm-hmm. So when you ask the question, especially when the person was trying to talk about Joe Burrow, do you have a franchise quarterback? 
Well, if I'm going to answer that question, um, you know, like you said, you got to be fair. And I think he's a hell of a player. I think Dak is a hell of a player, and he's a great leader on and off the field. Um, but when you talk about, you know, those elite guys that can do it, you know, no matter who's on the field, whether they have a good defense or not, no matter who's at the wide receiver, no matter who's at the tight end, you're talking about the Bradys of the world. You're talking about the Aaron Rodgers occasionally of the world. I just... <laughs> It's hard for me to put him in that same category because he has everything offensively. He has the trio of receivers that are supposedly, you know, top 10 receivers in the league. He had the tight end. Offensive line, it wasn't great, but it wasn't anything as bad as Cincinnati's. And look at what Joe Burrow's been able to do. And it's not like his defense was was god-awful because we saw they take the football away better than any team in the National Football League. So the excuses just aren't there for him to lean back on. And it comes back to, like you said, 248 or 242 in the game left. You're that franchise guy. You got the contract. This is what everything, you know, quarterbacks dream of. Putting it, put, like we talked about it with Joe Bar, putting it on your back, putting the team on your shoulders and leading them down the field. And he wasn't able to do that. And uh, this isn't the first opportunity that he's had to be that guy, and he wasn't able to come through for the team. So do I think he's a hell of a player? Of course I do. Do I think he can be that franchise guy? I do. But we got to see some of the, we got to get some of the dividends back. We got to see some of that return on that, and hopefully they're able to do it moving forward. But right now, I can't put him in that elite category. I can't put him in that is he a franchise fr- category. So I cannot. No. I cannot put him there yet. No, no, I'm I can't not put a franchise guy. I, I got. I'm gonna I'm take the, the same stance that I took last season uh, with my man uh, Mike Nolan, okay, and I'm gonna put this on the guys who are supposed to be helping this young guy be a better quarterback. You are supposed to be putting him in situations that are advantageous to him and his squad. And I believe if you have that guy, Dak Prescott is a franchise quarterback. Watch the game like we talked about yesterday when we talked when we watched Stafford, right? Mm-hmm. Stafford tried to throw that game away. Right? McVay had to get in there and start calling, hey, man, we're going to get some more runs. Mm-hmm. We got Sony Michelle. We got Cam Makers. We have to make sure that we're not putting it in Matthew Stafford's hands that much because he does have a tendency to throw some, throw some picks. Same thing with Joe Burrow. As, as good as Joe Burrow played yesterday – they had 27 rushes, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. they still they still had a balanced game, and their coach was able to say, "Listen, we're going to allow our defense to keep us in this game, and we're going to stick with our game plan, and it's going to work out for us at the end." Mm-hmm. How many times have we seen us not be able to do that throughout this season? We have not stuck to a game plan. We have no offensive identity. Nobody knows like, are we a running team? We're a passing team? Are we a three by one? And, and make sure that we, we get our guys the ball? Or are we just scheming up some stuff to try to get guys open? We have no identity to that aspect. If you have a guy who's able to get you that with the Dak Prescott, with the number one receiver, and with the running game, yeah, I, I think the, the the story is totally different. As you've seen when Dak was uh, was it the offensive rookie of the year, mm-hmm. Zeke was the leading rusher. They were rolling, right? Yeah, uh, they didn't make the Super Bowl, but Super Bowl is hard to get to. But they look like a totally different team than they have for the last two to three years. But is he truly a franchise guy? If he needs all of that, if he needs that you know great run game, if he needs a coordinator to be able to you know plan the game out for him. If he needs his defense to be able to – is he truly a well, franchise guy with all those needs? Well, well I, don't, I don't think he uh, – so I'll say this. I don't think he needs a running – I think they need balance. They need okay. they need a, a, a person – your offensive coordinator because you're able to scheme up that stuff. Patrick Mahomes is good. But we talk about Eric Bieniemy. 
should be getting a, a head coaching job because of what he's able to help Patrick Mahomes do. Dak needs one of those guys as well, and we can't just say, man, this Dak what five six years in the league? Like it's not like it's not like it's not like he's a twenty year vet. Like he's mm-hmm. seen all the stuff that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have seen. He's still still a guy who's trying to get him an offensive coordinator who can help him be better. He has not to me. I don't believe he's had that yet since he's gotten in the league. I think when they went to 13-3, they were running the ball. They were pounding it. We had a great offensive line, and we were able to lean on that and then let Dak do what he needs to do. So let me play off what you just said here, and and do we compare to what we saw yesterday? Here's Matthew Stafford, people talk about for years, you know. Yeah. Arm talent, good guy, but boy, Detroit, can't win a playoff game, dot, dot, dot. You put him with Sean McVay. Sean McVay now has a system that tailors to his talents, and he takes advantage of it. And then – we now see Matthew Stafford is playing in the Super Bowl. Do you are you are you do you consider that could be the issue here when you're talking about I, Dak? I, I don't consider that is the issue. Okay. I think that is the issue. Cooper Cup when when it, when it, when, it, when it really got to to nut cutting time, it was two guys that they were looking for: Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham. All right, mm-hmm. you looked outside and you saw the dude playing eight yards off Odell, and he ran. The first one he ran was a like an 18 yard comeback. The next one he ran was a skinny post, back-to-back. They're like, we're going to wear this dude out because Mm -hmm. mine is better than yours. When have you seen us do that? Haven't seen it. (laughs) Cooper Cup, same thing. Hey, man, look, hey, this guy is a triple crown guy. Most catches, most touchdowns, most all that. We're going to make sure we find this guy because he's going to help us win the game. And then we saw that when it came to cut down, the entire second half was Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup, both over 100 yards, both six, six, seven catches. Did you catches. see the third down numbers? Hmm? Third down numbers. Yeah, he was, he was, you talking about Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah. This is Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's third down numbers. Eight targets on third down, seven catches, 108 yards, and two touchdowns. All on third so, down. So when Jerry Jones says down. Amari Cooper should be getting this type of stuff, and you know, like you should be able to find the guy. We like, do not, we do not let that happen for us, right? All of a sudden, you see Cedric Wilson getting passes. Yeah. Hell no, Amari Cooper and Ceedee Lamb should be the two guys that we focusing on in those situations. But are we going to put that all on Kellen? I mean, Dak is the guy with the ball in his football in his, in his hands. This is the guy that you know is getting this huge contract. How are we going to put it all on Kellen's calling the plays? I'll give you that. Kellen's calling the plays. But Dak is the one that has to go out there and execute it. So I think he has the cachet to go out there and say, you know what, hey, Amari, I'm lined up over here. I'm getting you to rock. It's, so is he a, a guy on a rookie contract that's like, okay, I got to I gotta conform to whatever my offensive coordinator says? Or is he that guy, that franchise guy getting paid all this bucks to say, you know what, damn all that. This is Amari Cooper. Go ahead and get this this route done. You know, it's it's tough because you if you go about your way of thinking, it's like, okay, we got to put it all on OC, all on Kellen Moore. But if I'm Dak, you got the cachet to be able to say, you know what, Lamar, you're out here, get this job done out here, and I'm gonna throw you the rock. It's not, it's not oh, like I, I, they're giving Kellen's like, hey, Dak, this is who you have to throw the ball oh, to no, in this game. I got you. I got you. I'm saying, but my, my my point is, Kellen has to help Dak, right? Yeah, if, okay. you, if you Coaching if you matters. if you if yeah, you are, oh, yeah, if you are yeah. in there with with Dak the entire time, like, as much as Kellen Moore is, and you can see a deficiency or something that he may be lacking it, mm-hmm. you as an offensive coordinator have the responsibility to help this guy be able to see. What what you think he's not seeing, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't just say, all right, well, all right, Dak, you yeah, you 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 the dude. So if I call something that ain't right, man, players make play. Nah, that's as a quarterback mm-hmm. position, that ain't it. You have to make sure that hey, man, I've watched for five or six games where this is what you're missing. So this is what we're gonna put in to make sure that you don't miss those opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Because we saw what happened. Amari Cooper said it. And then all of a sudden, Kellen Moore found a way. Kellen Moore and Dak, got, mm-hmm. they found a way for that one game to get this dude involved in the game. This is something that, like Jerry Jones said, we should have been doing this 
in week three <laughs> and week four, yeah. right? But this is something that the offensive coordinator has to help Dak be able to do. Quarterbacks have a lot of stuff on their mind. I've never played it, so yeah. they got to figure Reading out protections. Yeah, and, then yeah. when, and when all you're doing is passing, now you got a lot of defenses to read because guys are, are trying to disguise and blitz this way, blitz that way. Your offensive line's a little shaky. You got some young guys out there. Your offensive coordinator has to help help you. Not all on Kellen. I'm with you on that. Kellen can so, definitely, our offensive coordinator can definitely help him be a better quarterback. All right, so let's enter, let's, let's Des Bryant, let's enter the conversation. <laughs> Des Bryant tweeted out on the 23rd of January, Amari Cooper's far from the problem in Dallas, so let's get it straight. If you really want to keep it a buck, Dak needs to call up Romo and talk about how to read defenses so he can understand the D's weaknesses on how to utilize his weapons in certain situations. If you know football, you know I'm not bashing. It's too much talent in Dallas for them not to be playing yesterday or today. That's what Des Bryant wrote um, on the 23rd of January. So, Dan will dissect it, basically. Yeah, listen, listen, he's saying what I said. I don't know about the whole going to call Tony and all that stuff, but <laughs> putting, your, putting your best players in position to make those plays. He's saying he's watching the game, and there should be a lot of times where – uh, Amari Cooper is what Dak was, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, what Dez was. Where you line him up in three by one, whatever it is, and he's going to find out a way to say, hey, Amari Cooper is better than the rest of these dudes, and we're going to get this dude with the ball. So let's figure out a way to get him in that position to where the defense has to has to play him one-on-one and then toss him the ball. Now, all that call, Tony, yeah. and all that stuff, I, I ain't with that, but I can understand what he's saying as far as us not putting our players in position to make those plays. Yeah, I, I could get with him on this as well because I'm like, all right, you, like you said, Tony Romo stuff, <laughs> I hate it. But getting, uh, we've seen so far in this playoffs and in this season, if you feature your main guy, that's if you look at these two play or these two teams that are in the Super Bowl, you look at um, the uh, the L.A. Rams. They feature Kucher. He had the triple crown this year, so they feature Cup in everything they do. And then if you over there and look at um, Cincinnati, they feature uh, Chase everything they do. It doesn't matter what defense is in; they're featuring those two guys. And what it comes down to me is. When your offensive coordinator, he's got to be a little bit more creative. Now, I'm not blaming it all on him. You know, Dak got the ball as well. But you got to be a little bit more creative because we've seen from both of these teams, they'll have Cup in the slot. They'll have Cup in, you know, in a bunch. They'll have Cup single man over here. They'll have him in the backfield doing some things. And we all seen what Chase can do with the ball as well. So there has to be a, a time where, you know, Kellen has to get more creative with these guys instead of thinking, okay, it's more about the scheme and whoever's open, that's who gets the ball. Sometimes you got a guy that's better than everybody else's defense. You got to feature him and you got to give him the ball. So, so, all right, going back into this whole Dak franchise, yes, no. Two things. Does McCarthy get involved in this somehow? Since you are the head coach and you're supposed to be off at mind, do you step in here? I heard what he said, and it don't sound like he is. But I've been calling for this since last season. Hey, man, fault on your own sword. This is this is this is my shield, my sword, and I'm going out here with it. And if I die and I lose, it's on me. Right now, we have, like I said, we have no idea what happened in the lab. Okay, yeah, this is good. <laughs> we don't know what happened in the lab because I'm going to circle back into this on Dad. Now watching Ozark in the lab. Well, we Shout out to Ozark. Yeah. Part one was crazy. Mike McCarthy know what it was to you. So. So I go back to my experience when I worked in Los Angeles when Shaquille O'Neal got there. And there was that whole kind of question, too. Is he, is he a championship player? Oh, yeah, he puts up stats and, you know, dot, dot, dot. But, but is he that guy? And believe me, it was rough the first couple of years. And it was interesting because Matty Gukas was his first coach in Orlando. Then it was Brian Hill. Then he leaves Orlando, 
Del Harris is his first coach with the Lakers. They fired Del Harris and they bring in Kurt Rambis. It was it was coach number five, and Phil Jackson who told Shaq, number one, you ain't in shape enough. Number two, you got to play some defense around here. And he he ended up getting it out of him. And then of course we all saw the championships came and, and you know solidified himself as a Hall of Famer. Coaching matters, and Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore got a year. And if not, they're gonna pick up that phone and call Sean Payton mm-hmm. because. Drew Brees was a nice quarterback, struggled his first couple years in San Diego, ended up having a Pro Bowl year, but Sean Payton helped develop Drew Brees mm-hmm. into a franchise guy. And if the Moore-McCarthy deal can't get it done, you better believe Jerry Jones will call him. He already called him once, okay? That's already undoc- it's, it's documented in the book by Mike Florio. They already had a deal worked out with Sean Payton. So... I mean, you, but think about it. Think, you think about the guys who went through uh, New Orleans, right? So you got Drew Brees, and then you got guys who came through there, and they were they were focal points on the offense. Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks was there, wasn't he? Yeah, Amari <laughs> Cooper. I mean, uh, uh, Kamara. Kamara. And yeah. Ingr- Ingram had his best. Like they found ways. Pierre to, Thomas. He, <laughs> he yeah, found man. ways to make sure that Marcus these guys Colston. got the ball. Like Ted Ginn, Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> Ted Ginn. Yeah. Who, who didn't know that, that Michael Thomas was getting the ball? Yeah. And he was leading the league in catches, targets, and yards. Yeah. Like, And you knew he was getting it, but Sean Payton found a way to make sure this dude was in motion running the slot. Mm-hmm. He was on the backside running these slants and digs. He found a way to make sure. And so it's not it's not like it can't happen, but I know Drew Brees was like, hey, man, hey, you getting the ball, MT. <laughs> you getting it. And, yeah. and, and that is it. So Dak does need to be able to do that, but Amari Cooper then has to be in that one-on-one he's situation. Be that guy. And <laughs> I would love this to go and look and see. You know how they do wind shares and all that. Yeah. Like if he's really winning on these routes and being open, I would love to do some research on that for sure. Let's take a break. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> voice, yeah I, I need a break. <laughs> voice needs a break. When we come back, we have heard from Sean Payton and Jerry Jones. Is the clock truly ticking on Mike McCarthy? Mm. And oh, by the way, we haven't spoke since Dan Quinn said he's coming back. Let's dive into those mm. topics here on the Players' Lounge. Barry Church, oh, Danny McCray, <laughs> oh, 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 my game. It's three for three. Oh, 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 <laughs> it's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. 
Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just $20. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com. Check your mute button. Check your mute button, man. Oh, my bad. I was out well, from my cough. Well, I had it on there because I, I was coughing. Welcome back, brother. Three for four. <laughs> I had it on the cough. No. Anybody seen Louie? Where's the Emmy Award winning? <laughs> Yeah, this is my. This has been my lingering. This has been my lingering Omicron. It's, it's been the cough button. Hey man, we got long COVID. <laughs> it has been. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just twenty dollars. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com/slash/United for details and join today. All right, gentlemen, Super Bowl is set. Rams going against the Bengals. I'm going to be out there. I'm going out there uh, February 7th. Oh, Mr. Okay. L.A. Right. You're going to stop at Ross. Company down. Oh, oh. Oh, of course. Company okay. down. Company down, huh? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, discount double check. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop over in Jerry Jones' uh, hometown of El Segundo. Okay. okay. And uh, there's a little, little Italian place that does an amazing red sauce. And we'll go to go. You've been to the, uh, the the new stadium, right? You've been to the, oh, yeah. I went that charge again. It's ridiculous, as, as they say. It is. Um, it is everything that Jerry wanted it to be, and the NFL wanted it to be. They mm. wanted they wanted to go better, go one up on Jerry World, and they did. Mm. They, they okay. went one up. It is the best stadium in the world. Mm-hmm. It is an amazing building. So, definitely looking forward to seeing it. And, and hey, Stan Kroenke had to wait a year because because the, they had to delay it. So Super Bowl got pushed back a year. So you know, how about it all working out for him? <laughs> his Rams mm. are uh, are going to play in the game. He's sixty minutes away from from a World Championship. Back to so back, good for huh? him. Because uh, Tampa yes. played in yeah. Tampa. Yes. Yeah. Dan Quinn is back. Okay, they're talking about these coaching hirings. Dan Quinn is back. <laughs> After the Broncos gig went to Nathaniel Hackett, who doesn't call plays um, in mm. Green Bay, and mm. the job went to Matt Eberflus. Shout uh, out the Flus, baby. <laughs> Shout out the Flus. Can, can I say the streaks finally ended? Jason Garrett finally had an assistant coach become a head coach in the National Football Lose. League. Toledo representative. Good, good Toledo. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. he played and coached at Toledo. And he pays dues, too. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah, he, he pays, pays mine, too. Is he, <laughs> is he in the Hall of Fame? 
I don't think so. Don't pay his dudes ain't in the Hall of Fame church or all You might want to go check up there and see if they still got your buff up there. Get this guy up out of here. Check that on your phone. See if Eber Flutes is in the Hall of Fame. I'll check. He was a linebacker for them. But shout out Toledo in that month. Normally, when a guy becomes a coordinator, you want to at least put him in the Hall of Fame so you can try to get a checkup out of him. Usually, you try to get a Nah, that's what happened. When churches didn't get their check out of church, they was like, man, it ain't working for us. So Denver and Kansas City, two places where where Dan Quinn was was highly rumored to get the he, job. Well, he is. He's he was inducted in 20, 2004. So he oh he's he in, got he's, that he's, check. He's, he's, he's in there. Okay. So good 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 for him. <laughs> so Dan Quinn comes back, and if you're Mike McCarthy, feel real good. Now let's see if you can keep Joe Witt, who the Ravens requested to interview for their defensive coordinator job. Mm-hmm. It's real simple. Mike McCarthy's got to get to the Super Bowl next year. Because he got two people behind him. McCray, we've seen this happen before. <laughs> I ain't going to bring it up, but we've seen this. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what y'all talking about. Oh, you know what I'm talking but, about. You but, know but, the, the, but the, but the, the Jason Garrett route to the job. Oh, I think I'll stay. I tell, but I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> If there's if there's a six and ten season, there will be no offensive coaches left at this at, the, right. uh, at this organization. It will not right. be the same as that. You six and ten, right. you start off one and six. No, no, no. Keller and McCarthy gonna be up out of here. So mm-hmm. Jerry said uh, on one of five three the Friday Fridays, he called in. He's like, hey, look, uh, McCarthy's job was never 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 question, never doubt. So he's rolling with McCarthy. Sean Payton Ooh. apparently is gonna be rolling into TV. But guys, let's just keep it real. Got to keep it a buck. Keep it real. Jerry already tried to hire Sean Payton. The deal was agreed to. Then the Saints reneged, and then they gave Sean more money. So they're going to come back and talk one more time if McCarthy doesn't win the Super Bowl. I mean, literally, you have to win the Super Bowl here. Because if Sean Payton – is Jerry going to say no? No. They can't sit around here. I mean, and I don't know what you call it, what the equivalent is, but I don't know. <laughs> but you can't sit around here long after something and all of a sudden it's it's, it's going to be free for you to go get. And you don't get it because you're still waiting on the, the more McCarthy trying to figure it out thing. Mm. They got to go figure it out this year. Yeah. And having Dan Quinn back helps. But they've got 21 free agents. You got to figure out who comes, who, who goes, and there's a whole lot. Look, they, they say pressure make diamonds. I, look, McCarthy better be shining because right now he's going to have so much pressure on him this season. If you if he don't get a long run, and they gotta at least uh, to me at least make it to the NFC Championship. Because if not, you know who's knocking at that door. And Newell, you called it weeks ago. You know who's knocking at that door. So it's gonna be a tough one. But there's a lot of pressure on McCarthy this year to get the job done. It's two if he doors. wants to stay here, yeah, they got two doors. It's, it's, it's somebody on the right at, at 301, and somebody on the left at 302. Okay, and but one of them is on the staff. He decided to stay. Mm. Hey man, don't work out. <laughs> I see a better head coaching opportunity here Ooh-wee. in Dallas. Just in case the Sean Payton thing doesn't work out, all right? And then, and then you got Sean Payton. I'm just saying, if things don't go as planned and we don't end up, like you said, having a – we got to have a great a season. Hell of a and season. And make a run. Ain't no that, run. You got to be in the Super Bowl. I'm just, I'm just, I'm okay, just ain't saying. Ain't no run. No, no. You, you need you – need, where's the Super Bowl being played at next year, Chris Bean? Anybody know? Is in New Orleans, Arizona. Right? Arizona. Ari- okay, you you bet. You, you know what? If you're not in if you're not in Phoenix, <laughs> you, no. Nah, well, okay, so 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 you're let's say, let's just say things things don't don't go good, and you know we had the same type of stuff happen this year. Sean Payton's off limits. Can you see Dan Quinn being elevated to head coach? Yes. Okay. That's 
Uh, yes. <laughs> boy, boy gonna the go man's Moore won't be here. The boy's going to go from giving up 35 a game to giving up 10. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to say I've seen it before, but I've seen it before. All right? I'm just saying. <laughs> nah, man. Week seven come around. Man, 10 a game? 10 is game? <laughs> Six takeaways? Nah, no, man. man. I don't know. I'll, I'll, you know and let's, this has been an effective tool for Jerry before. Um, Jason Garrett went into coaching his final season in 2016, ended up with 13-3, and three, number one seed, wins coach of the year. Dak ends up winning rookie of the year. Ezekiel Elliott was fantastic. So there is something to making to, – all right, go, go, go do – you know, go sing for your supper. I mean, Tank Lawrence's best years. When's he on the franchise tag? I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with having – you know, putting some pressure on people. One of Jerry's close uh, friends in the sporting business was the late George Steinbrenner. With the Yankees owner, he was constantly putting dudes up against it. Yeah. You need to perform. You need to win. I don't think there's any at, at 79 years old. And he's about to turn 30. Man, I'm gonna, throw, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn it up on you too. You don't have any more opportunities, and you're giving someone everything, man. I I I do enough radio interviews with people. And they're like, Jerry's a problem. Jerry's a problem. I'm sorry. Tell me how Jerry was the problem for this organization this year. Yeah. Was Jerry out here committing 14 penalties? No, nah, he wasn't. Was Jerry out here hooking field goals to the left, missing extra points to the left? No. Jerry Jones is setting the table. At some point in time, you got to walk through this door and go get it done. And Mike McCarthy has been given everything you want. This was a fantastic opportunity that he had. And they blew it at home. Oh, one, one, one of your best opportunities. To, right. to to make yeah. it into one of those deep runs. This was this was this was one where you that's why people had that 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 hope. It was a different type of hope. It was yeah. like, hey man, look here. We get past San Fran, I think we okay. Or we look around, we look up and pull LA, I think we okay. But when you mess around and early in the season and and, and trick off some games. Well well no, you wouldn't have pulled that late because you'd have went to Tampa. Yeah. They would have said when when you, when you mess up and, and mess off them games and, and your possible number one seed then yeah. turns to a possible yeah. number two, then possible number three, possible, then all of a sudden you have to worry about those type of things. Like, man, who are we going to play in this round? Who are we going to play in that one? Now, we should have been sitting at home <laughs> waiting to figure out who we was going to play. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think it comes down to competition. And like you said, New, competition breeds the best. Right now, McCarthy, you got competition. You got somebody breathing over your neck. They brought in all these defensive picks, and look what happened to the defense. They shot up to another level. We need to bring that same type of energy to the offensive side of the ball. Get these guys some competition, and hopefully it breeds best. Because what do we see from the offense? It started out great, and then just slumped down like it was nothing. But nobody was afraid to lose jobs, and nobody was so, afraid to have bad performances. So, so where's that competition? Are you talking about specifically offensive line or challenging everybody? Everybody. You see everybody. what we did on the defense? <laughs> 11 picks, they all got challenged, everybody and they that. stepped it up. So, I mean, I think it's, it's about that time for the offense to get a little bit more competition over on that side of the ball. Uh, Tom Brady retiring, you know, you come make a phone call. I ain't, be, I ain't about to be like Chef Dog. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, he, I don't think he sit at home enough and had that time to think about it. Uh, uh, like he had had enough time to really, really consider like what it's going to be like for him to be like, yeah, I'm done. So I who, think he's done. Who, who, who you think leaked it? Like who you think was like, you know what? I, honestly, I, th- I think Schefter's right. Yeah. But Brady didn't get to do it himself, which is jacked up. So when you th- just and just do the whole, whole overall thing. Now let's just go and dive in. Tampa Bay got cap. They have cap issues. You know, you brought everybody back here. You tried for one more run, but you knew at the end of this year, okay, there's going to be bills to pay. So they can't bring they can't bring this this thing back. They can't run this thing back again. You're going to have to lose some people. 
Tom Brady's not going to come out here to play unless it's for a championship. They're not going to be able to build a championship team next year. No. Not like they had this year, the last two years. It was always going to be a short-term deal with Tom Brady anyway. I think this is it. Tom's going to walk away because you can't put what he needs around him. And I don't want to be 45 years old out here with some, some leaky parts. Um, you've done enough. You've proven yourself. Wave goodbye. He had a, He's going to retire with with a MVP-like season. Yeah, you know, finishing top three in the MVP voting. He should, uh, but that's gonna. You know, I think that's it for him. And I think that's the that's gonna be the hardest part for him to walk away from because you know he's such a competitor. He's the ultimate competitor out there. And when you see yourself still playing at that high of a level, I mean, he, he could have won an MVP this year. And he's like, man, you know, what? I got the skills to come back and do this. I, it's gonna be hard for him to he, walk away. That's the he's, a way pa- to do it. he's a pass away from being in that game yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, a Matthew Stafford pass away. <laughs> From being in the game and, and, and possibly playing for another Super Bowl last year. And it's tough because, like, like you said, I'm, this year. He, he was so close. It ain't like he got blown out. It ain't like he was playing terrible, had to limp his way into the playoffs. The guy was still at the top of his game. And, and lacking it, pieces. And, and, that's, I, yeah. and that's the way I think he leaves. Hey, you left watching me play my best. I didn't look like Larry Holmes out here at the end. Mm-hmm. Some old punch-drunk boxer that's all against the ropes and out of shape. No, you, you saw me looking good, playing at MVP level. I'm going to walk away right now. You know, almost, you know, like, like a Jay Z type. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna, walk, I'm gonna leave you with a hit record. Like Dr. Dre. I'm gonna leave you Jay-Z with a hit record. Jay Z came back three times. And then you look, <laughs> look at the ultimate competitors. He look was at, back after the black. Look at the ultimate competitors. MJ. He, he walked away at the highest of highs. I got this, the NBA championship. Man, I can't lead a game. You I gotta came, come back. Came back playing for the Washington. Came back. Washington was dropping bucks. Average of twenty at thirty something. And, and then, and then at the end, you know, just everything he had to put his yeah. body through to get up and go play. And I just, I think if you're Tom, this is the this is the perfect time. But most of all, you're not going to be able to have the kind of team you need yeah. to go play for another world championship. And at this point, is life he's he's playing for rings Hmm. you're not playing to win a division title so i think he's gone uh the nfl is going to continue to play this game where they tell us it takes all of us and put these slogans on here then when it comes to hiring practices uh for these head (laughs) coaches they're going to continue to uh you know play this game where uh the most qualified is is never the most qualified Hmm. so josh mcdaniels who is qualified by the way, yeah. he is qualified. He's got the qualifications as a former head coach and a multiple Super Bowl winners offensive coordinator. He'll take over the Raiders, and he's going to bring uh, uh, the GM from New England. So they're going to be a package deal out there. Uh, we hate it for our guy Rich Passaccia with mm, the Raiders. He yeah. did an excellent job. <sighs> but, okay, here we go. So uh, did Byron Leftwich, I thought he was a lock for that Jazz. Jazz. Now they're now they talking about uh, – what was his name? Kevin O'Something? Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. KOC is what they call him, who's the offensive play, I should say the offensive coordinator for the Rams, but he doesn't call the play. Sean McVay calls the play. And now that you see the Super Bowl is going to be Zach Taylor, Sean McVay's old quarterback coach against Sean McVay, mm. the chances of Kevin O'Connell getting the Jaguars job increases. Yeah. But at the same time, here's the deal. From all reports, Leftwich wanted the job but didn't want to have anything to do with the general manager, Trent Balky. So he was trying to pull a thing like McDaniels. Hey, I'll come, but I need you, I need to bring in my personnel guy, my guy with me. And I guess Trent Balky was up in there, um, nope, <laughs> fight for me. So, I ain't getting up out of here. <laughs> so Leftwich has now been put on ice, and now Kevin O'Connell is 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 looking like he, he could end up being the guy in, uh, in Jacksonville. So we'll see. Uh, and and if you're left with it's a 
it's a pretty interesting deal because you possibly could have had a job, mm-hmm. but you weren't comfortable with the general manager, so you may end up back in Tampa with Blaine Gabbard as your quarterback. <laughs> or maybe – That's a Blaine Gabbard. Or maybe maybe Bruce Arias says, if Tom Tom's checking out, I'm checking out too. Arias <laughs> gone. I, I was about to ask about Belichick because I'm like, well, what's next for the Patriots? Is Belichick done no. winning Super Bowls? Mm. You, know, you know what Belichick can do? All Belichick got to go do is go call Bill O'Brien. Hey, man, come on back. He's done it before. Is he done winning Super Bowls? Oh, is he done winning? I, I, no. No? No, he's not. I mean, mm. let's. AFC looking, looking yeah, real strong. Real. Right I'm talking about, you talking about the young guns? You, AFC looking real strong right now. In your division, too. Yeah, you got John Allen in your. You have a quarterback who clearly understands how to play, the system you want played, mm-hmm. and – had a good he had a good rookie year. You lost your offensive coordinator, but you're gonna bring back Bill O'Brien. You'll be okay, maybe. <laughs> you, you, you're gonna bring in. A guy, <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna bring in a guy who knows what to do. But but I, I understand your point. I understand your point. Hey, look, if, if Bill Belichick doesn't make it back to a Super Bowl, I'll be okay. <laughs> like a whole lot of football fans <laughs> will be okay if it doesn't happen. Um, we'll see what happens with the Minnesota job. See what happens Jim? with the Jacksonville job. Oh, man, mm. Jim, mm. Jim might be back. Mm. Um, we won't see. How much would that cost them? Because Michigan, like he left Michigan, would that cost any money for, or he could just leave and get out of his contract? Well, Jim took a pay cut. He did just last year. So, no, he can just go ahead and just drop Michigan and, not and, and be done. Be done with it. Jim, Jim trying to get back. <laughs> He's so to get back yeah, he to the league because Michigan they tearing him up. Mm. He might not never sniff. <laughs> well, well, the, the, the beauty for him in terms of leaving Michigan and, the, and you talk about opt. When do you go? He can leave and say, I left you as Big Ten champion. Beat came, Ohio State. Right. I came. I did. I, I achieved a dream. I left it better than I found it. You know, you guys were wandering the desert. I brought you a Big Ten championship, and then boom. Now, Minnesota's going to have to throw him a heck of a lot of money. Yeah. Heck of a lot of money. And also understand, Jim, Jim Harbaugh is high maintenance, man. So, mm. we'll, we'll see. Is the new general manager in Minnesota wanting to deal with that? Um that's that's gonna be that to me. That's always a thing because he's the demanding guy. There's certain guys who you hire. You gotta understand they're very demanding of everything that comes up. Like Deion Sanders, he demands a lot. He's a perfectionist. He demands a lot. So are you as a general manager ready to deal with a head coach knocking on your door all the time? Hey man, just call him. But what about this? What about that? That's what Jim is gonna be. He's a challenge, but he's good from a professional standpoint. He's good. Mm, we'll see. If you're the Vikings. And also, are you willing to pay that note? Because you're not, you know, you're just not about to pay him eight million. You're gonna have to go up into the teens. Mm. You have to pay that note. Ooh-wee. He's gonna want a five year deal too. Still got Kirk Cousins over there. Ah, can they win with Kirk? Ran Rodgers out of there. They okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll see what these next uh, couple jobs, uh, what, what they happen. Uh, you know, I remember somebody saying Brian, Brian Flores is gonna get a job again real quick. Yeah. Starting to dwindle. Those opportunities are starting uh, to dwindle. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Raheem I'm Morris, kidding. Uh, you know, Raheem Morris, uh, uh, coordinator for for the Rams. They ain't gonna get nothing. Nah, D'Amico no. Ryan's nothing. Eric Bieniemy nothing. Nah, so, nah, so black nah. black head coaches, uh, you know, black coaches trying to be head, black coaches trying to become head coaches. Good luck with that. It takes all of us. Nah, Remember, shout out to Tom. The NFL man. says it takes it takes all of us.
<laughs> to play the game, not coach you. Hate to see it. <laughs> it takes all. Hate, hate to see it. For Danny McCray, Barry Church, I'm Newey Scruggs. This has been the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. We'll talk to you next Monday at 10 a.m. right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Joe Burrow, Super Bowl MVP, baby. This Super year. MVP. This year. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,